Good morning, everyone. How are you this beautiful day, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Wednesday, our episodes are Sword of the Spirit. This is in keeping with Ephesians chapter 6, advising us to be equipped with the full armor of God as we face the world each day. And within that, the full armor of God, we have the Sword of the Spirit, which is a defensive weapon against the attacks of our enemies. The sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. And in in that, we always cover scriptures in this episode. And for August through December in on Wednesdays, we are looking at parables from the New Testament. And if you haven't watched and listened to previous episodes, I invite you to go back. Today's episode title is, Are You Ready? Very similar to last week's, but a different passage. Are You Ready? And it's based upon the parable of the ten virgins, found in Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. I'm going to read first from the Amplified Version of the Bible. Parable of ten virgins. I'm reading that now. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, thoughtless, silly, and careless, and five were wise, far-sighted, practical, and sensible. For when the foolish took their lamps, they did not take any extra oil with them, but the wise took flax of oil along with their lamps. Now, while the bridegroom was delayed, they all began to nod off, and they fell asleep. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and put on, put their own lamps in order, trimmed the wicks, and added oil and lit them. But the foolish virgins said to the wise, Please give us some of your oil, because our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, otherwise there will not be enough for us and for you too. Go ahead to the dealers and buy oil for yourselves. But while they were going away to buy oil, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast, and the door was shut and locked. Later the others came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he replied, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I do not know you. You, We have no relationship. Therefore, be on the alert and be prepared and ready, for you do not know the day or the hour when the Son of Man will come. In that passage, we're certainly encouraged to be ready for the Lord's coming, aren't we? And coming to Him has a window of Coming to Him has a window of opportunity. Today we can prepare and be ready, not tomorrow. We don't know when He's coming and we don't want to be caught unprepared. Well, here's the same passage in the message. It might be clearer. The story of the virgins. God's kingdom is like ten young virgins who took oil lamps and went out to greet the bridegroom. Five were silly and five were smart. The silly virgins took lamps but no extra oil. The smart virgins took jars of oil to feed their lamps. The bridegroom didn't show up when they expected him and they all fell asleep. In the middle of the night, someone yelled out, He's here! The bridegroom's here! Go out and greet him! 
the ten virgins got up and, and got their lamps ready. The silly virgins said to the smart ones, Our lamps are going out. Lead us. Lend us some of your oil. And they answered, There might not be enough to go around, so buy your own. They did, but while they were out buying oil, the bridegroom arrived. When everyone who was there to greet him had gone into the wedding feast, the door was locked. Much later, the other, other virgins, the silly ones, showed up and locked, knocked on the door, saying, Master, we're here, let us in. He answered, Do I know you? I don't think I know you. So stay alert. You have no idea when he might arrive. Wow. Well, I don't want to be a silly one. I want to be the smart one. <laughs> How about you? And as we've covered in last week's episode, here's a commentary from the Internet. The, this return of Jesus could come at any time. The signs could begin any time. By application, believers should always be ready for his return. And when our Lord comes, he will come as a king and as a judge. Those who have believed in Jesus as Savior and are therefore his children should ensure, be ensured that they are ready to have their deeds judged to determine their rewards. At that point, we should pause and consider what that means for believers. Everyone who has ever believed in Jesus is a member of God's eternal family. They've been born again into God's family solely for God's gift of grace on the basis of faith, not on works. They have a gift of eternal life which cannot be lost or taken away from them. Their life with God forever is secure. Why then does Jesus tell his disciples to be alert since their life is they, they they know that they're going to be in the presence of God forever. He tells them to be vigilant so that they do not forget or fail to understand the nature of the trials and sufferings or lose the rewards in heaven. He does not want us to lose heart or grow weary in doing good while we're on earth because there is rewards, there is a harvest awaiting us we need to have patient faith. He wants them to endure and win the eternal prize that comes from pleasing the king upon his return. He wants them to endure so they will reign with him. He does not want them to lose their reward at his judgment and merely be as saved as through fire. He desires not only for them to receive the gift of eternal life, but also to gain the experience of eternal life as a reward. So I don't know what the rewards may entail, but I sure do want to claim rewards and um, out of gratitude for my salvation, out of gratitude for the grace and mercy found in Jesus, I want to do good works. I want others to come to Jesus. But also, there are rewards in doing that. <sighs> So this can be exciting news if you're a believer and you've stayed alert and you are ready for Jesus. But what if you're not yet a believer? What if you've not accepted Jesus yet? It could be pretty scary because he's coming soon, anytime. I believe fully that Jesus Christ is coming again very soon. I've confessed my sins. I've confessed Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Still, a believer knows 
Jesus is coming soon, they want to, to their work to be done. And that work doesn't add to salvation, but it's out of gratitude. You want, you naturally want everyone else to come to the kingdom too. A big part of your purpose might be to share the good news of Jesus and help others to get ready. Are you saved? Are you ready for Jesus? Will you have rewards in heaven? But another thing is, are your loved ones ready? Do they know you by your fruit? Is your fruit showing? So, um, you know, we can look at the character of Jesus and emulate him in every situation. Every believer is equipped with the fruit of the Spirit. And in Christ, we can mature in that. And mature in our love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. And that's a big one in a time up where we're invited to be fearful about everything. Faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Not indulging in all kinds of things the world does. If we sincerely see all this happening in today's world and know that Jesus is coming soon, certainly He's coming sooner than a century ago, a year ago, or even yesterday. He is coming sooner than he was yesterday. Are you ready? And are your loved ones ready? My main and consistent prayer is for all of my loved ones to become believers while the opportunity is here, but also for all those that I pray for all those that I've come into contact with because I don't believe anything is by coincidence. People crossed my path for a reason. Even my enemies, I pray for them. And in that, you fall in agreement with Jesus. He wants all to come into the kingdom of God. How can we love and pray for unbelievers, even our enemies? I want to share what helps me. I remember Jesus on the cross when he said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. And he was talking about people who had tortured him, screamed at him, wanted him to die. They were screaming, crucify him. Those are the ones that he was saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They were even about to kill him. So that's the truth of it. If only they knew that that truly was Jesus Christ. If only they knew that Jesus is coming again. If only our enemies knew that heaven and hell are real and they have consequences to face. Surely they would come to Jesus. Hmm, surely they would. While the opportunity is there, do you feel a sense of urgency for your prayers to be answered, for that harvest of loved ones to be saved. As we learn in the parable as lovers of Jesus, let's each stay alert and be ready because we don't know when Jesus is coming. And of course, my hope is that I'll be ready to go and I have many rewards awaiting me. How about you? <laughs> well, I love to share the good news of Jesus. And I feel like uh, John 3.16 is a summary of the purpose of Jesus coming to earth. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him 
should not perish, but have everlasting life. And Jesus himself said in John fourteen six, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. Are you a believer? Do you believe that Jesus is the only Son of God, that he suffered and died on the cross to pay for your sins? That's the whole purpose he came to earth to do. And he, um, he defeated death. He arose in three days. Do you know that Jesus is the only way for heaven? We each have free will to decide whether to become believers or not. And I urge you to respond to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Speak your confession out loud as in Romans 10, 8 through 9. When you believe and confess Jesus, confess your sins, confess Jesus, you become his, born again, saved, a believer, a lover, and follower of Jesus. Once you belong to the Lord, of course, out of gratitude for his great mercy and grace, you will be motivated to do good works walk in right living, to serve him by serving others. And he's given you a specific purpose in that. And as you do good works in obedience to the Lord, others will see it and glorify God. And you will be helping to increase the kingdom of God. When Jesus comes, I want to be prepared, found in my faith-filled work, influencing others, to come to Jesus and practicing right living, knowing that I am His, full of His mercy and grace. Let each of us be found in that day doing good and not evil. Let each of us be found as a Jesus follower, eager to be taken up and as His good and faithful servant. Well, thank you for joining me today. I hope that you will join me every Wednesday morning on the episode of Sword of the Spirit which with the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And I'm sure you know that Turn to God with Karen also comes on every Monday morning, a hope and faith journey where we talk about topics to bring encouragement and hope for healing through our challenges, through our sufferings, through the valleys that we travel through. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Please go to my website contact page, that's KarenJaneCasey.com, and give me your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is always welcome. And when you go to my website, you'll see pertinent resource material regarding domestic violence. You'll also see my books, my blogs, and my podcasts. And if you've read and enjoyed any of my books, especially if they brought you encouragement, hope for healing or positive change, if they have led you to come to Jesus, let me know. And thank you and God bless. And also, Merry Christmas.